This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery. Bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome back to the Blues Focus podcast. Uh, once again, I am glad to be joined by Zach Woods. Hello. And Jamie Lawler. Yo. <laughs> you all right, guys? How's your day and uh, week sort of been? Yeah, good. It, all, all, all better for... Uh, actually, no, we'll, we'll get onto it later because I want to I look forward to it. But yeah, good. Sorry about the background. It's... Uh back at uni so a bit of a stinker tommy's got the blue shirts and everything but i've got a sink and a dartboard so <laughs> what can you do <laughs> busy week at work jamie or uh pretty I'm off, well last week was obviously rather busy obviously i had the joys of recording a podcast in the manager's office which was you know fun uh but now i'm off podcast. this week so chilling <laughs> yeah all good you know and obviously it's going to be a positive podcast today so this is going to be nice we, uh, we can actually revisit the uh, good series that, you know, that run of podcasts yeah. that we did when we first joined each other. It was like win after win after win. It's like, oh, yeah, I remember how this feels now. <laughs> so, yeah, in today's episode, we'll be discussing that crazy late 4-3 winner uh, at Swansea on the weekend, uh, how we go from there. Uh, do we improve or do we get a bit of a reality check against the Albion on Friday? And what does this mean going forward for the protests and also a little bit on some of the ownership situation and I don't know but we could discuss of like how uh ownership situations and financial fair play elsewhere as well because big news today obviously Manchester City are being brought up for breaches in uh, their financial fair plays as well <laughs> I've seen that Jamie's laughing <laughs> good we got so, uh, points for Christian Pedersen so they can piss off like... do you want to kick us off then Jamie <laughs> no, no, sorry. I'm, that's all I wanted to say about it. I feel zero sympathy for Man City and Liam Gallagher can cry his little eyes out. <laughs> <laughs> You're not much of a fan of Oasis, are you, Jamie? No, I'm not a fan of Oasis. Just clearly Man City have taken the mick for about 15 years and they're finally like getting some comeuppance on it. <laughs> not being funny. The signings they make, I think Chelsea are next as well. The signings that are going on, I'm not. And then I see us get it with FFP all the few years ago. Get dot points. And I'm literally looking at Man City confirming 100 million for Greenish. And I'm like, right, no, come on. No, no. No. Rangers <laughs> understand them to League Two. Yeah, I don't know. I've, I've not read up about it much today because uh, it did come out earlier this morning. Um, and I've been pretty busy going down to Birmingham and back. Um, but yeah, we'll discuss more about that later. But let's talk about the Swansea game, which was a very, very good end to a game, let's say the least. Uh, so who wants to kick us off talking about the Swansea game? Go on, Jamie. You, you, on, you kick things off, mate. No, 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 no. You start, you start. <laughs> Save mine oh, for later, mate. God. Oh, ooh, ooh, pressure. Um, so, <laughs> disclaimer that I'm a bad Blues fan and I was actually at a cup semi-final watching my mate manage a team who... He's on the Voice of the Vic podcast. He manages a football team in Birmingham. So, I was actually watching that and getting updates from my phone. I have oh, since really? watched the extended highlights. So I can't know what's happened. Um, mm. So, first half we basically got a penalty somehow with Kedra running through and then got battered, proceeded to get shit on for about 40 minutes mm. and got dicks. Could have been about 6-1 down at our time. Poor performance. We couldn't get the ball. And then second half, fair play to Eustace. He even put his hands up himself, said, I made tactical mistakes here. Changed it about. 
And we absolutely played them off the park, apparently, second half, battered them. They time-wasted, took the piss. Ref actually had a pair of bollocks and decided to actually keep to the time that he's extended to. And we got what we deserved for once and actually fought mm-hmm. back from a goal down to win a game for the first time in about two years. And I can't begin to imagine what that away must have been like in the away end there, Tommy. That must have been absolute limbs. Yeah, there was a, a lot of limbs in my face, never mind around in the fucking away end. I just suddenly got this arm across my face out of nowhere. It was my brother. <laughs> so it was um, just absolutely insane. It was a, an amazing feeling, particularly how... I use this word a lot and I know that other people do as well, you know, like apathetic. I feel like it's just gotten so bad that you kind of don't feel much anymore with the Blues. But that at the weekend was fucking brilliant to feel, you know, it was about time as well. And, you know, it was, you're right, it's what we deserved. We really did deserve it because, you know, we had so many chances towards the end and we were just just thinking in the back of my mind, our typical Blues, we never take our chances. I even thought at one point after we got that third goal, I thought, you know what, knowing us that we're probably going to lose it again anyway, you know, and John Ruddy obviously had an absolute howl with that third goal for Swansea after having a very solid performance. Um, the shame that he did it in that way, it was obviously a massive error, but I just thought, you know, that's just typical blues, isn't it? But to turn it around like that and Austin trusted to get the little glance on at the near post was just absolute carnage. It was such an amazing feeling. It really was. Oh, it's just terrific. What about I'm you, Zach? Do you watch it? Do you are? How much do they want for trustee? You know what I'm saying? Like, please. He's been flawless, hasn't he? For us? <laughs> he's been <laughs> superb. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's been amazing in terms of the game. It was, uh, I think, the overall performance wasn't too hot, particularly defensively. Obviously, leaked mm. three goals. Um, we looked a bit more assuring when we switched to a, a four at the back, but um, I kind of don't want to focus too much on the negatives when we were just gifted the or not gifted but given the most unbelievable end to a football match we've seen in a very very long time i mean scoring in the 91st minute is amazing and then to win it in the 97th oh it was incredible but um a, a, a good end to the game overall it wasn't our best game you know again leaking three goals um and it, it's sort of frustrating i don't know what you felt tommy but we didn't start the, the game too well at all to be honest swansea was no. certainly the dominant side we went one nil up shouldn't have been a penalty and penalty should have been saved. You just knew Swansea. I I was just watching at home, just waiting for Swansea to take the lead because it was inevitably going to happen. Obviously, then went 2-2. Nicely taken goal from Chong. 3-2, ready error. They happen as a goalkeeper. It's his first one, apart from the pre-season one, since he's made joining the club. Uh, Mm. Then 4-3. So, an amazing end to the game. Overall, the game wasn't great, let's be honest. Not the best Blues performance, but an incredible last eight minutes. Yeah, no, absolutely. Spot on with a lot of that, yeah. I feel can like... Just... Um... Go on, Jeremy. Oh, I was going to no, say, no. can we just go out and I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say the Duke got to start on Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah, we can all agree with disagree. that. Don't disagree. He's been superb, hasn't he, since coming back into the team. We did a, a podcast a couple of months ago saying, does Duke still have a place at Blues? And I can't remember what we said, but I think the, the sort of feeling was, no, he doesn't. He's not getting into the team. And when he does come on for the last 10 minutes, he doesn't make much of an impact. But the last month, or certainly after the World Cup, he's been nothing short of unreal for us. Yeah. But we all kind of said, if we're going to play Duke, it's fine, isn't it? But you need to play to Djokovic and his mm, strength. Yeah. That man, arguably, and I'll go out on a limb and say, is the best header of the ball in the championship. Aerial, yeah. in, in terms of an aerial threat, He's the best player in the championship at that kind of stuff. He will hold that ball up. He'll flick it on. And he'll, let's be honest, how many how many times under Monk, how many times under any of these managers have we just sent a ball to back stick knowing that he's there for a goal? Yeah. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I think I think you said something similar to that, Zach. I feel like I remember you saying that he's one of the best headers of the I, ball I th- ever. I think... I think... Yeah, I've got a bit of abuse when I spoke about this to my mates, actually, and said uh, I think he's the best. And I, I, I said, I, this is exactly what I said, I said he's one of the best in the world. I think when I was saying that, I mean, he's one of the best forward players in the world, uh, just just heading the ball on and, and winning the ball. I think defensively, obviously, when you've got your six three six four defenders, Djokovic mm. don't stand much of a chance. But we're talking about a, a striker who can just head the ball down and win... 85 to 90 percent of the long balls played up pitch he's he's honestly superb at it like you see Troy Deeney do it he's a similar height and build 
And, you know, I think Troy Deeney's had a pretty decent season so far, but he's got nowhere near the success rate of winning headers that are lumped from defence or John Ruddy and heading them down. So I think Djukovic is one of the best forward players in the world when it comes to, yeah, heading the ball down. I think a lot of teams would like to have him on the pitch, particularly in the last 10 minutes as well, because just a massive impact from the bench. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It must be horrible playing 80 minutes. Imagine dealing with Kedra and Scott Hogan for 80 minutes and being shattered and then seeing Djukovic coming on. You just feel like, fuck off. No, like, stop. (sighs) Did that performance at the weekend maybe wonder, like, how you would play the team more often in the future? Because obviously we've been playing this different style of football for a lot of the season, trying to play a bit more technically. But particularly if we're in a bit of a relegation battle now, do we change it up and we just, do we start playing Duke and we start playing a little bit nasty here and there and try and get the ball into the box more often and win some headers and, you know, like route one football, like you say, Jamie? I mean, we said it the other week, didn't we, Zach? And it was one of the points I didn't get around saying, cause, but we are a horrible team and we're a working class football club in terms of that. Mm. As what we do is the dirty stuff Birmingham City. And we, you know, you've said at the beginning of the season, he wants to be that team that no one likes to play against. And we can do that. And we're pretty good at shithousing and doing that. When you've got Hannibal on the pitch, you've got Djukovic, you can play nasty football. And you know what? It's come to that point where we can play all the nice bit of on-the-floor football that we do. And we do play some good football at times. But at the same time, you've got to have that grit edge about you where you've got to have a consistent Djukovic or a Dini or someone just to ruffle up a few defenders, get in their heads, because then you give Scott your chances to run in behind. Kedra's got the chance to run in behind. If you're worried about Djukovic, you're getting space for the little men to run about. I think it's perfect to play shithouse football sometimes. I think it's great. A dirty 4-4-2 is just <laughs> beautiful at times. Yeah. And Alla- a Sam Allardyce wet dream is what we're after. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's, it's how we've always played, isn't it? Like I haven't been a fan as long as you fellas, but the eight, nine years I have supported Blues, I haven't known anything other than hoof the ball forward to... The, yeah. to Djukovic or Donaldson or whoever's up top at the time and just win the headers on and bring it down like so it's the way we've always done it regardless of whether we're playing five at the back four at the back three at the back whatever it's 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 the Blues way to play football hoop it up to the big men bring it down and and see what success you can get from that so I don't think the way we we play has necessarily changed too much I think we certainly looked better in a four at the back and although Mm -hmm. it didn't work a few weeks back certainly against Swansea it very much did so I think uh, four at the back needs to be used against uh, West Brom on Friday I've got uh, two words for this uh, next segment it's going to sort of spark the fiery debate Jamie already knows Manny Longello (laughs) yes I mean look I said I said before the podcast I've been so unbelievably (laughs) excited after that Longolo masterclass, I've been so excited for this part. You all laughed at me. You all I'm laughed laughing at, at Jamie, man. He's You're looking away. He's not I'm, I'm looking out. for the humble pie. I'm about to fucking eat. <laughs> yeah. right. It's in the fridge, man. The amount of times on this podcast, I've brought up Longolo and you guys have gone, or pulled a pail on. <laughs> okay, right. I'm going to come out on record out. and say this. I have never, ever said that he is completely shit. All I've said <laughs> is that wing back is too much for this guy. Left back, he does all right. Left mid, he does well. But I've said, how many times have I said in a 4-4-2, Manny Longello at left mid could probably be a really good player. I've yeah, stated that, that as facts. Yeah. But wing back for this guy is too much for him on the emphasis to get back and forward with that much pace. And that's all it is. Mm-hmm. Was he, he was yeah. he was superb against yes. him, to be fair to him. <laughs> he was superb in he your was, words. He, and and you are right in that he he does a, he should be playing higher up because against Swansea he obviously played in that more left mid role and he looked so 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 much stronger especially I've pace. said it countless times going forward he's brilliant yeah. um, I think a hundred percent as I said we should deploy a four at the back against West Brom and Manny Longolo no doubt no doubt should be starting left mid for Blues. Mm. He looked very slick on the ball, you know. There was a couple of chances he had on the left hand side where he got the ball into that dangerous area in the box. Yeah. And the right back is uh, keeping with him. He puts a foot in, tries to win the ball, tries to toe poke it away. He just little right foot onto the left foot, away from the player. 
and then puts it across the box multiple times. I think it was, you know, and Scott Hogan had a few chances. He was, he did a Paul Gascoigne twice. I think it was towards the end of the game. It goes right across the box. He just about misses this, and then a couple of moments, a couple of moments later, he does the exact same thing again. It's just so agonisingly close. And that's again, that's why I thought we weren't going to win it. And to do it was insane. So that's why I just started screaming. I know this is the thing. This is what this is what I. It's annoying. I swear, I've been the only one who sees like Longolo going forward. He's, he, I mean, he's got a goal. He got a goal against QPR. He's, he's got a couple of assists this season. Uh, one against Sunderland, okay. I can recall. Like, like the way he gets down the line and just creates that space to get into the box. He does it time and time again. Like time and time again. Defensively, I agree, Jamie. He's a weak player defensively. So Eustace has better. got to start playing him got to start playing him in that left midfield role where he's not as reliant on tracking back and defending because Trusty will be there and he can just have that freedom to push forward and do what he does best, create that space and get those balls into the box. He's our player now. We own him. We've bought him. I'm going to stop slating him so much and try and get behind him more. Like I've always said, I do believe there's a good footballer in there. I do. I just think he's young. I think, Tommy, you said it last week. He's only ever played for the under-21s at West Ham. Like This is the first time in his career he's dealing with proper, dirty league football where people are just double-footing, snapping. Mm-hmm. So it is going to take time to adjust. Apparently against Swansea, from what I saw as well, he was basically deployed as the outlet on the left, weren't he? Like the ball would just go up and he'd be going for it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably where he is his most dangerous. Push him against someone. Yeah, he's had a few assists this season, hasn't he? He got that one against Sunderland. I think he's got a few at the start of the season as well when he first joined. Um, but yeah, I agree with both of you guys. You know, Jamie, I agree with you, the fact that he's not great going backwards. But going forwards, Zach, I think you've, you deserve a medal for the amount of hard work that you put it forward, man. It's like literally the consistency righteousness and assertiveness yeah. believing yeah. that he writes is he's yeah. spot on man it really is you can see that with him since work, day one in all day fairness one. if any Birmingham City players are watching this podcast can you get Longellas go and give Zach a little cheeky follow on Twitter and Insta because <laughs> I think he's earned that I did a tweet praising him and I, I was going to tag him but I couldn't find his Twitter and I found it later <laughs> Could have been a like at least, but there you go, there you go. Manny Longello, Manny Longello, fucking follow Zach Woods, right, on Twitter. (laughs) Number one fan. We're going to ask for it every week. (laughs) Who's a war ceremony? We're going to run at him and be like, listen, (laughs) get your phone, come here, come here, Manny. (laughs) Anyway, we've got to move away from Longello, because I swear, every the last four podcasts, we probably had a 10-minute segment on Longello alone. So I think it's last away. every podcast we've done. That is true. Moving away from that, Tommy, I want to know a bit more about like what it was like in that away end because like th- those are it's obviously hard for some people to travel away and I, it's a shame because people don't get to experience it as much as the home games. But when you've got two late goals in an away end, the last time I recall us really doing that, two really late goals was Derby. Um, I don't even know how many years ago that was. Uh, I don't think we've done as anything quite like that as recently where we've got two very late goals. I think the only one I can think of, it wasn't as late as Derby, um, but we definitely got two goals towards the end of Blackburn in the Monk season. We scored it in mm. like the 80th and the 82nd minute, I think we did. Um, but mm. the Derby one's like right towards the end of the game because it was like yeah. five minutes added on. We scored right mm. at the start of that 90 minutes and then we equalised at the last second of the game. Mm. Fuck knows how, like the referee did us a massive favour in that game and carrying on the time for a bit. Um, but yeah, I think like, obviously, you know, like you say, I travel an incredible amount of um, miles to go into the games and everything uh so big shout out to my dad for taking this week in week out um i just i was i was just in shock you know i could i couldn't understand i could see us equalizing i definitely could and it was duke as well so i thought yeah definitely a goal and then to get that goal was just like such a shock because it got whipped in by hannibal and then i'm thinking like it's gonna be like at least a header away at first because there always is in those situations but then as soon as it left his head and it went across the box i thought that's in and then it hit the back of the net and it took me another split second to realise it was in. And it was like, fucking hell, we've actually won it. And I was looking across for the offside and like, this is all happening in like split seconds in my mind. I'm thinking like, looking across and thinking, yeah. is it offside? Is it, it not? Is no, it's it? on. 
it's just my whole mind was just racing at that point. I think that's why I just started going mad. I've never celebrated like that before. Even in the Carlin yeah. Cup final, that was just like just shock. That was I don't even think I probably celebrated that goal. It was just an explosion of emotion, weren't it? Like we finally <laughs> stopped the losing run. We got what we deserved and won a game. All the Swansea fans were giving it the big and now shut their mouths and all started crying their ass home. It was just a good day, weren't it, as a Blues fan? I mean, you speak about apatheticness, Tommy. I was in the pub, obviously, and watching live score after the game with the lads just having a chat. And then mm. it came, obviously, we equalised. I was like, it's a great fucking point away at Swansea. Then it's called the same goal at Swansea Stadium. And instantly, I just went, oh, fuck, mate, we lost it. Oh, yeah, of course yeah. we have. Like, and then when it's the set goal for Blues, I was like, oh, my God. Like, uh, nah. Like... <laughs> It's like that disbelief, isn't it? You don't believe yeah, it like... after so long. I was thinking about this because I've been down in Birmingham earlier. Uh, I've been doing a little piece with this um, French journalist uh, for Canal Plus um, talking about Jude Bellingham. Uh, and I was just thinking when I was speaking about him, I was thinking that's the last team that I really felt connected with. You know, like mm. the, the that Jude Bellingham when he was here, it was like we had something to be really proud about. Yeah. I think since he's left, it's been so miserable and it's been hard it's been like a chore sporting the blues really and that at the weekend was like a good release you know it was finally we've actually got something to be happy about for a bit but it's <laughs> stressful isn't it sporting birmingham city let's be honest yeah it's not even just football fatigue it's mental fatigue if it's not we're doing shit in the league it's ffp or some investigation or some bullshit behind the doors are happening so it's just it's a moment of release mm. even if it is as short-lived as a couple of days when we play West Brom on Friday you know as, yeah I feel like we could actually we've got a better chance now with that win had we lost six on the bounce I feel like the team might have gotten to a bit then because they they didn't play great like you say Zach but it was like a, a disaster of a performance but I feel like it might have felt like that had we lost that game <laughs> particularly if the third goal was the winner as well I feel like that really would have popped the balloon or something because it just would have felt really deflating then you know just all that hard work even you know just like get nothing again it's just uh, the players just must have just gone oh, what do we have to do in order to even get a win at this point it's just i think that's why that they really did love that feeling like everybody else did because like another manny longella thing he just jumps to advertising boards and just runs and celebrates with the fans at the end i, I didn't know because my head was just a, my head was like a washing machine at that point it's just like yeah. Rocking around like that. <laughs> I think two um, other. Go on, you guys, Zach. Sorry, go on. Uh, no, no, go on, you go. Because I was going to sort of segue it to something else in my usual okay. fashion. I was just going. Yeah. I was Segway just going. Uh... <laughs> oh. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> you, 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 my, you, the my. I hate it. Check if Zach's dead or. <laughs> Like his house, his, his um, uni dorm is burning down. <laughs> he just joins again, and it's just a big fire behind him. Oh, I'm here, guys. <laughs> his whole room's just burnt down. Oh, for God's sake, my Wi Fi's playing up now as well, man. Uh, <laughs> oh, I know why, because I've opened something up actually. I'll just leave it. I need to fine. eat, fam. So, this, we need to get this done. <laughs> I haven't eaten since fucking seven o'clock this morning. Oh, I, feel, I can feel my sugar levels dropping. So obviously yeah, I don't yeah. get hungry though and my body just tells you like, fam, eat. Oh, <laughs> what are you doing fine. to yourself? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know when he's going to be back as well. I'll, I'll give him a quick message to see when, how long do you reckon he's going to be? Sorry, fellas. <laughs> Sorry, right, man. It was I carried on just cracking on Shut with up. the Longello. Apology, I'm up to Shut 360. Up. <laughs> you know, it was it was my flatmate as well. So. Was it? It was. You got loads of lads yeah. in your kitchen. What the fuck were you expecting? <laughs> they were about as good as cook as fucking the cavemen of what yes a year old. About as useful as a chocolate fucking teapot. Oh, <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> oh, Sorry, God. boys. I love it. That's brilliant. Zach, That's you better enjoy this real. fucking apology. You better enjoy it. I'm definitely dragging I'm, my. Ass out as I'm well. so excited. I am so talking excited for this. Talking apology. about his goal against QPR, and instead of putting QPR, I've just put <laughs> Queens Park Rangers to kill more words. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. I'll grade it and everything as well, mate. I'll oh, don't. I'm, I'm dyslexic, so good luck grading it. <laughs> yeah. D minus. What were we talking about? 
I was bringing up to I was bringing up to a quick point where number four segway boy. I you know when that noise hit my ears then I thought you'd installed some like mad segway noise there and I, was I so thought laughing. that too you know that's why I, I started thought laughing. That. I thought it was just like <laughs> really? a... <laughs> yeah that. yeah. <laughs> the production quality and that high, fellas. Yes. <laughs> wow. But it's okay. not that difficult to be honest. <laughs> Good, just no, have to that is true. That is true. <laughs> no, I'm not that techie. I'll leave that to Tommy, the sound effects and the editing and that. But yeah, man. No, just uh, some shit cooking. <laughs> anyway, Jamie was going uh, Actually, it's, to be fair, it looks banging. It's like uh, chicken burgers and chips. Um, and I tried a chip, and it's got like the um, like the Nando's Perry Perry stuff on. So, ten out of ten. But, and charcoal as well after they burnt yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, is it worth evacuating about five hundred students? Probably not. <laughs> right, where were we, Jamie? You were saying. Just want to bring up two points before, obviously, Zach, you dive into your segue. Uh, I just wanted to literally say, uh, I just want to say, basically, one, Chong running forward aggressively at players again, getting the ball, great composed finish, the Chong that we know is there. And Bakuna decided to actually not do a shit little pirouette and lose the ball and actually just got the ball down, played it simple, played it quick and it worked. Bakuna showed yep. in that moment that he can be that quality that we need, and he's actually he's always arguably been our most technical player anyway on the ball. Let's be honest. But if he does it simple and quick, we can be dangerous on that attack with Chong and Hogan, yeah. and that's all I wanted to say. You know, we used our strengths quite well against that. Yeah, I don't disagree. I think um, I think the thing with Chong is I love Chong a lot, and I think he's fantastic. And even in the games where he hasn't been performing to his best recently, you can still see those glimmers of quality in him. Mm-hmm. Whereas some players at Blues, not to name any or pick any out, but when they're having a poor game, they don't have, they don't do those little small things that separate them from the best at Blues and the worst at Blues. Does that kind of make sense? So even when Chong's having his off game, he'll have just three seconds where he does something yeah, fantastic gosh. or a little bit of glimmer or and same with Bakuna but um both of them were uh, both of them were good against Swansea to be honest obviously Chong to, took his goal really well and a beautifully played uh, played through ball from Bakuna so um hopefully they can both because they both of them have been a bit off form recently so hopefully they mm. can just kick on with that now and use it as a bit of momentum I heard Bielik look pretty strong second half especially like he was just getting it quick out wide uh, Bielik started to look like the player of pre-World Cup again. I think the players yeah. just sort of got a bit of a kick into the second half, really, because they think, I don't know, we, we started playing more simple, you know what I mean? Like, we didn't have the ball in the middle of the pitch for too long. We had, like, a lot of chances towards the end of the game around the edge of the box. We did well, you know. It, was, it, it wasn't it was the best performance, of course, but for the performances we've been seeing recently, it was a better performance. I feel like players like Bielik and Chong and Bakuna, they will be... They, they, they played well because they did the best things on the pitch in terms of just getting the ball forward and getting the ball away from danger. And Bielik made some good challenges on that day. Um, yeah, it was a much better performance, to be honest, considering how bad we've been in recent times. I think it was a better performance going forward. I think defensively it was still pretty shoddy, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I think um, I think the goals were quite weak. Um, and I think at times, particularly first half, particularly first 20 minutes, to be honest, we looked very, very open. Um, but mm-hmm. second half, the performance did improve as well as the performance going forward. What The, the question I did want to ask, actually, um, before my fire alarm went off, is um, and there was a lot of people talking about this prior to the two late goals. If we'd lost that game, do you question Eustace? Because nice. six losses on the bounce, no matter how well you've done prior to that, or the team you've got, six losses on the bounce isn't good. So... There was quite a few mixed opinions on it, but I mean, what do you guys think? Does he come into question? No, in my opinion. Sorry to jump the gun there, Tommy, but Mm. I think like most managers we've sacked, I think that they're basically dealt with. I know Yusuf's brought a few signings, you know, a good few signings in, but I think the majority of the squad is still the same shithouse that every manager's had to deal with, and there's a reason we keep finishing around about where we keep finishing. The Mm. squad isn't good enough. Jose Mourinho would struggle to take this team up. And I think that's the issue with it, unfortunately. Like, our squad depth, our ability, you know, is restricted. That's probably the reason he's playing the back five is because apart from Bakuna and Chung, 
you know, he hasn't got the technical forwards to play that kind of moving, kind of quick passing play he'd like to play. Felix great, but you're not going to expect him to do first-time quick passes. You know, he has to play to the strengths of the team and he feels safest at the minute playing a back five. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Yeah. Against Preston. yeah, I I agree with that a lot, you know, because it's he's been dealt a difficult card, a difficult hand, hasn't he? Because, you know, he's coming for a, a season last season where we were underperforming after... I feel like... I feel like they were expecting a lot more from last season and the performances that were just so underwhelming and to finish 20th that when John Eustace has come in, it's been a bit like, you know, I wouldn't say like, a, like there's nothing that he can do wrong really because of course he, he can always improve like some of the substitutions, which I thought he did better against Swansea. You know, he did make the right choices at the right time. Um, but I feel like it's, it's difficult to criticise him under these circumstances. Um, but I feel like the majority of what you said there, Jamie, is pretty much spot on, really, because you know he's working to, he's working with restrictions in a lot of ways, and I feel like playing that back five is probably the epitome of blues, really. But if it works and if it's safe and if it's going to keep us uh, from losing another game, then you know that we'll probably have to deal with that, really. So yeah, I'd, I'd keep useless. I don't know who we get otherwise. Um, Unless we have somebody lined up, I don't see him leaving anytime soon. Don't get me wrong, I love Eustace, I do. The only thing I was screaming at in the summer when we sat Bowie was Sean Dosh. I'd love to have Sean Dosh. Mm. But obviously he's now at Everton, so we move. He's got bigger ambitions, man. <laughs> of course, but imagine like a Sean Dosh. Like, imagine the shit house football Sean Dosh performing <laughs> Jukovic and Troy Deeney. Imagine how Sean Dosh, Jukovic. He must have, surely. Surely, yeah. Because he was at Burnley for a brief yeah. period. But imagine that. Imagine how dirty that would be. Yeah. The ball wouldn't be on the ground like at no. all. It would just be in the air. The <laughs> Mark Roberts time. and Lucas Djukovic in the team. We would never yeah. be on the floor. <laughs> the game would end. There'd be two broken ankles, probably a <laughs> cracked open head. Um, and we'd have lost one nil. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, would that would be <laughs> the ball. Work, so. the, the only time the ball is on the ground is when Mark Roberts is cleaning the ball for the long throw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. yeah, that would be dice ball at Blues. Nah, can you imagine that would be fucking hilarious to watch? Um, I feel like we've got to talk about the West Brom game next because even though this podcast has been going on for a little bit longer in terms of the time. Um, we actually haven't spoke about too much, of course, because Zach said somebody had to. Uh, somebody's trying to burn the house down. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, let's talk about the Albion game. Let's see how um, how we think about this game. So Jamie, you said you were fairly confident earlier. I think we win. I think, especially, I know people say we've not been on good room form. We've won a game, but in derby games, lads, let's be honest, form doesn't really matter. It just doesn't. Mm -hmm. I think. Uh, West Brom are in good form. We've not been in the best form. Yes, we won a game with two late goals. It's at St Andrews. It's Friday night. It's under the lights. Anything can happen. And I genuinely think we've got a chance to get at them. Yeah, I don't. I don't disagree. I think. Um, I think it very much depends what happens with West Brom this week. So there's obviously rumours that Carlos Corbran could be leaving them. Um, so I think that could depend on. Our success on Friday night. I think um, I'm I'm quite negative on here at the moment, but I've got to be honest. I I just can't. I genuinely can't see a win, and I'll tell you why. I think we obviously prior to Swansea, we'd lost five league games on the bounce. Swansea, despite a fantastic finish defensively, we weren't too great, and we know how threatening West Brom can be going forward. They've turned things around superbly, West Brom, and they're now. I don't know, are they in playoffs, challenging for playoffs? I haven't I, seen too uh, much recently. I haven't seen sixth. the league table in what, sixth, yeah. So, obviously, go from bottom to sixth, they're doing very well. I think, I just think it's a such a tough game for Blues. I, I really do think it is. Oh, I agree. I agree with you massively, Zach. I'm literally looking at West Brom's last six games, though. They beat Cov 1-0, fine. They lost 2-1 to Burnley, it's Burnley. But then they beat Luton 3-2, lost to Bristol 3-0. Beat Chesterfield 4-0, but in the first leg, drew 3-3. You can get at their defence. You can mm. get at them. Like, Chesterfield, are are they National League or League 2? And they've put three past them. Mm. This team can yeah. be got at. Yeah, true. And we score true. more than them, though. 
because we I imagine we definitely ship a few. Yeah, Jurgen Klopp football just who's going to outscore us. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm I, as much as I'd love a win. I, I'm just not hopeful for it, in, just purely because of how fantastic West Brom have been uh, since Corbrand's come in and our poor recent form. I think I'm going to do a Jamie Lawler bet cashing prediction and actually put a fiver on Hannibal to be sent off on Friday. I think this <laughs> is the game it happens. Saint Don't Andrews, bet against Blues, man. You can't, no, 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 no. You can't be betting against I'm not getting against them. I think Blues win, but Hannibal's not on the pitch. Is that going to be on your slip when you? I might actually that? do that. I might do Birmingham to win and Hannibal to be sent off at any time. That might not because be I'm telling, bad. I'm telling you now, Hannibal <laughs> is due a red card at some point. He's a little yeah. shit house, and he, it's something like forty to one as well for a red card. That guy, I don't know how where these odds come from, but at some point in the season, you're banking. Yeah, well, to be fair, they're, they're so high because he's yet to be sent off, isn't he? You can get those like, yellows, but not reds, isn't it? Someone, if we're one nil up, if we're one nil up and they're having a counter attack, he is a hundred and ten percent just double footing someone and booting the ball in someone else's face or something while they're on the floor. <laughs> I, there is so some we're shit one nil up and you're there. just praying for Hannibal to go. No, not at all. Well, I don't want a stressful fucking game, but I'm a Birmingham fan. I'm used to it. Yeah, true. We don't Tommy, get many red cards. West Brom. No, uh, I just want don't. to point that out, actually. Yeah, we don't. We don't. No, I can't. What was our last red card? Do you remember? Was it Gary Gardner? Was it last season? Cobb, was it? No, no, no. Mm. We, we had... um. That was... Coventry had a man sent off against us. Did we get some one Ryan Woods? Ryan Woods was last season at Cov, yeah. Cov. That was sort was of... Gardner, I don't remember, recall anyone but... being sent off for us this season. No, unless there's someone really early on. I don't know. I can't really remember. I, th- I think the last one was Gardner. It feels like it. Yeah, Hull away. Yeah, it mm. might have been. Yeah, interesting that is. Um, thoughts on the Albion game for me? I I can see a point and I'd be happy with the points. Um, I can't see us winning two on the bounce. I think we were lucky against Swansea. Um, I don't think we didn't deserve it, but we are definitely lucky, that's for sure. Um, I feel like we're going to have to grind out like hell against West Brom. It's going to be a tough game. They're going to be up for it. We're going to be up for it. And I feel they've got just a little bit of a better better edge than us at times. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'll be wanting to get their revenge on from earlier in the season, um, which we thoroughly deserve to win that game. There's no doubt about that one. So they'll be wanting to um, change it, change things after earlier in the season. Um I'm just more. The ref knows now where a fucking free kick and a penalty is because that wanker. Yeah. <laughs> not last time. Better not be him no. again. I can't remember who it was. Yeah, I, we get him quite a lot, and he always gives us terrible decisions as well. Shit. Yeah, it was so so obviously a free kick. I couldn't believe it when they gave a penalty. <laughs> I was in Turkey. Like, I was in Turkey. Stress. Obviously, after surgery, I was half with it. After surgery, obviously having morphine to feel no pain, and I was even watching it like. How's that a pen? Like, <laughs> I'm about 5,000 kilometers away from you out me tree here. Like, how is that a pen? Like, we should have yeah, a little Jamie story time corner because he just comes up with so many amazing gems sometimes, you know. You've got some stories you have, Jamie. You've been I was, about, I was I mean, out in Turkey getting my stomach replaced. <laughs> <laughs> Get it wicked out, lads. Honestly, six stones in September. No, no issues over here. Yeah. <laughs> Love it, like, Yeah, I think. Um, I think what you said, Tommy, I completely agree with. And I, and I think that the top teams in the championship, particularly the top six, just have that cutting edge in the final third. That opportunity you see Blues waste, West Brom will score at the other end. you know what I mean? So I think um, yeah, I think just going forwards, I think West Brom will maybe have the edge. We're undoubtedly probably going to ship a goal or two because defensively we've been leaking in goals for fun recently. And we really have. That's not me being negative. We've been yeah. so poor defensively of late. So... I, I can honestly see uh, maybe we can nick a goal, but I can see a, a, a two-one, three-one West Brom. When's Harley back? <laughs> Never. <laughs> no, but he is coming it's, back. It's, it's that contract thing, isn't it? That they don't want to, they can't admit. Really, let's be honest. But we all know it's really the truth because he's after a certain amount of games, he gets a pay rise, which we can't afford. And that's why we were keeping him out of the team. And the only reason he was in the team is because Paul Richardson was supposedly taking over that percentage. And that's why we were making actual signings. Since then, yes, we have bought Longello, but it was only for a small fee. We bought Chung for, I think, was it 2.4 million? Um, but that's going to be over installments, isn't it? That's not an instant. 
Yeah, of course, but they would have paid that money to at least have you know bought the player because mm-hmm. if if it wasn't installments, they still had to pay all of it because Elsie wouldn't be our player anymore. So yeah, that's the reason that Harley Dean is out the team. Let's be honest. I mean, everybody knows that as well, though, because it's not like um, it's sort of, everybody knows it, but the club won't admit it because you know why would they really? It's a stupid thing to do. So they'll just say he's injured for a bit. Unless he he might be, but there again, it all happened when the deal fell through. He didn't play since then. Yeah, no. He didn't play against Blackpool. Yeah. I wouldn't know. It could be injury, <laughs> could be contract problems. I have no clue, but uh, whatever it takes to get Harley Dean back in the side, I'd very much like. Oh, I know. I don't know. It's obviously with the protests that were supposed to be happening on Friday, I'm not too sure how big they're going to be anymore um, because of the good win we had on, on the weekend. I don't know. What, how do you guys think about this going forward with all this? Because I mean, it's interesting, not. isn't it? Win or not, we still need to get these owners the fuck out of there. I'm sorry to be as blunt as that about it, but a win or not, a good form, run of form or not, we cannot run a football club like this. These owners are running us very slowly into the ground. And mm-hmm. I think the only reason we're currently not under a float at the minute is probably the money from staying up every season because you surely get a bit of money for staying up. And literally, these are going to run us dead into the ground. So these need to piss off as quick as they can. I don't yeah. care if it's bloody Mr. Blobby and Pac-Man at the minute. Just someone fucking buy us who's got money. I couldn't give a shit who right now. Just say anyone who's financially stable, buy us. Imagine how much money Pac-Man makes. Uh, <laughs> he definitely could buy the Probably made a couple of quid, hasn't he? Yeah, I think uh, I agree with you. I think um, just because of the, the Swansea result, it doesn't mean that, you know, things at the top are now all sound and happy and dandy. It's all still an absolute mess and, like we've said in the past, we just want sustain sustainability, don't we? We we don't we're not bothered about being bought out by unbelievably wealthy people. I mean, it'd be nice, but that's not really. No. We just mm. no, of course we wouldn't say no, but in the short term, we just want a bit of stability. We want we want owners who can look after the ground, look after the team, look after the players, invest a couple of million each transfer window, getting a good few signings, slowly build the team, progress the academy, progress the youth system. That's all we want, and that's not asking for much because that's how a football club should be run. That's how yeah. the majority of football clubs in this country are run, the correct way. But for years, we've been run like an absolute circus. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah spot I think on. just because of the just because of the Swansea win, I certainly don't feel that it should be forgotten about. Because I think it's it certainly social media stuff has died down. It almost is being slightly forgotten about, and um. I mean, people can protest how they want, right, wrong way. There is no right or wrong way of doing things. But whatever happens, we need to try and come together and, and, and get these owners out. And I think the more points we get, the quicker. Because if, you know, as we saw today, Man City now getting smacked by FFP. Mm. I feel like the EFL and other... I said this to my friend. Obviously, he's a Portsmouth fan, my best mate, John. And I saw it to his dad over the weekend. I said to them, I said, I'm not being funny. We've been hit with it. You got hit with it big time. I reckon about 90% of clubs in the EFL will get slapped with FFP at some point, but I think we got it out of the way earlier, if I'm honest. Yeah, it's interesting you bring that up, isn't it? Like, how many teams have been breached Derby, the points now? Fucked. Berry, Bolton, Derby, Blues. Reading, Bolton, Berry, Blues. A um... lot of teams are going to get hit with it, boys, I'm telling you now. The fact mm. that Man City got hit today Wigan. is a massive statement. Massive. Yeah, Wigan got, yeah, Wigan got it done, didn't they, in 2020? That's why they went down. We would have, yeah. I think... It, would we have gone down that season had they not been? I know we would have gone down last season if it weren't for Reading, weren't it, or some madness like I, that. I don't know. I want to say that. we. I want to say we wouldn't have gone down that monk season. I could be wrong, but I think I remember thinking, "Oh well, that would have been irrelevant anyway." We were quite fortunate actually that that's the one season we were doing quite well because mm. if if we hadn't been doing well, we would. We have been some. We've been jammy bastards over the years to not go down, <laughs> haven't we? Guarantee we've been again, jammy much. bastards. We'll be like, yeah. watch, we'll be like 14 points clear with five games to go, all sitting up, kicking back, going holiday mode. And then fucking FFP will come in and go, oh, here's a 12 point deduction. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Down to the last day again, in it, which yeah. is Sheffield United last day, isn't it? Should it, oh, uh, should yeah. it come to it? But, but, but no, 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 no. You say all, but I'm hoping things are done and signed off and sealed for Sheffield United. How Birmingham Hopefully... City would it be, though? On, no, no, no. Work. Hopefully they've got first or second and they field a second string team and we've got a much easier day out. We, 
We need to win to stay up. It's nil nil. Ninetieth minute. Manny Longello unleashes an absolute thunderclap oh from twenty. Oh my god! Oh my yes. god! <laughs> that is tough. I'm on the pitch. I'm on the pitch. Big dick energy. But <laughs> <laughs> um, I am on the pitch. On that pitch. Just on the pitch, just helicopter it. <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. And he actually levitates as well because it is that big. <laughs> Can we stop talking about my knob, please? Is it a bird? Is it a plane? No, it's Zach Woods. Whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Right. Uh, Where were we? <laughs> <laughs> Manny's um, scoring beautiful I think yeah, we'll be alright this season though all jokes are sold I think it was good to finally stop the after Christmas shithouse rut I think even if we don't win against West Brom the point is a great result as you said Tommy I'm, I'm always optimistic we play Man City at the minute so we can get a point so I'm Mr Optimism but it's one of them I take a point happily I think get a point Friday shit on Cardiff Tuesday hopefully four points from the next two games and we'll we're slowly crawling back into that safe zone. This this league's ridiculous. Yeah. If we had avoided defeat, and let's say if we'd won the three out of the last five, we'd be playoff contention again. It's ridiculous, <laughs> this league. And if we'd have won all games, we'd been top of the league. <laughs> yeah. It's it's like that Steve over there, Jamie. <laughs> yeah, and if every like... woman I spoke to, you know, fell in love with me, I'd be married with Laura Woods and have 20 kids by now, do you know what I mean? But these things are happening. <laughs> Oh, funny kids. <laughs> God, you, oh. ain't, you ain't going to be coming to Blues anymore if you've got 20 kids, mate. You know, I'm breeding the next 11. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, God. For some reason, I don't think I'd have the facilities. <laughs> oh, man. There's about a three-minute segment here, Tom. He's just going to have to clean cut out. Like, fuck. <laughs> What are you talking about? This is all staying in. <laughs> are you both right, going um, baggage Friday? By the way, yeah, yeah. I am. I'll try and meet up and grab a drinky poos beforehand. Don't say Beautiful. that. Don't say that word. That's talk disgusting. About, talk, talk about our ball knowledge. Oh, God. That's what I need I to add I, to I, the uh, apology. Zach, you clearly display good ball knowledge. <laughs> I might have a, a hot chocky walkie if that's all right. Oh. Yeah. I'll, I'll get some word. sweeties. That's worse. That's worse Let's... than drinky poos. <laughs> I'll tell you which word I really hate and this isn't Boys. like um no it's it's hot toddy I fucking what? hate that word hot toddy what's a hot you know, toddy I google it because I can't be asked to explain it to you I don't know if it's but it, uh, fun... I don't know if I want it <laughs> no it's a, it's a nice drink and everything it's got a bit of whiskey in it oh it's a drink oh okay okay, okay. it is a drink yeah hot toddy is also I... known as a hot whiskey in Ireland it's typically mixed with liquor and water with honey lemon herbs and spices served hot it's, yeah oh, it's okay. like it, it's like a, an alcoholic sort of so an sort of hot toddy water yeah <laughs> I hate that word and yeah I really I, like I, them. there's a word I hate more and that do you know Chef Dave yeah oh, like, the, like the disgusting little gremlin on TikTok no <laughs> No, but oh, I feel like if you carry on talking, he, like... he says he constantly says "titty bar," as in like another name for a strip club. Honestly, mm. it makes me feel sick. Yeah, that that is strange, such that is. a rank way of putting it. Like, oh, I hate the man. <laughs> We've gone so off topic talking about fucking Jeff Dave and his titty bars. But anyway, uh, yeah, school predictions. School predictions. predictions. <laughs> Right. We need School like a little. West Brom. We need like a West little Brom. a jingle for that, don't we? Like yeah. school predictions brought to you. By... Yeah. <laughs> HK, on, well planning. Ooh. Two 0 yeah. <laughs> Lose wins two 0 I think he learns his mistakes from Swansea. I think the defense sharpens up over the week, and I think I said to Tommy just I said I think we need to go back to being like we said earlier, nasty bastard Birmingham City, and be our to play against. Get get in them early. Get them nervous. Get them angry. Get um deploy the Duke to be an absolute shit house, and Hogan's probably still giving them defenders nightmares from that hat trick. They're probably going to be worried about Hogan. He should take some confidence into that game, you know, because having a hat trick in, in any game is good, in particularly against the rivalry, you know, and away yeah. from home at their turf as well. Literally, yeah, I, I'd be if I was me scoring those three goals, I'd absolutely fucking love the reverse fixture. I'd be like, yeah, come on, let's do it again. Bring it, make it four. <laughs> I just hope Kedra's back. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we could he came off injured, didn't he? 
Mm. I mean, I'm, I'm going to sound stupid for saying this, but we could potentially do what you're saying, actually, Jamie. We could definitely get that and them quick. I feel like that's the key for that night. I we feel start like they're slow, slow starters. Yeah, we, I feel like if we start slow, we woke though, up. it's difficult. We woke up, we were the quickest starters in the league. I think we were all the quickest goals. Right, in we were minutes. so good. Yeah, mm. I, I, well, we, I think we'd... Um, I think, yeah, we were the team with the most goals in the first 15 minutes and I think we conceded the least in the first 15. And I had I'd said it on the podcast multiple times, under Eustace, we always start games on top and on the front foot. Hasn't mm. been the same after, obviously, the World Cup and everything, but we need to get that spark back because maybe you're right, if we start the better team against West Brom, we could we could do them over. I, I'm, I'm sticking with my... Uh, I'm going to go 2-1 baggies because... I just can't see us getting a result against a team that are in good form and we're a team not in good form. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. So for me, I'll I'll, I'll be honest, I'm normally quite positive on here, but 2-1 baggies. (laughs) 2-1, okay. So we're going 2-0 Jamie. No, sorry, Jamie's going 2-0 and Zach's going 2-1. I'm going to go down the middle then and have a very even thing. I'm going to say 2-2 and I'd be happy with the 2-2. I really Is that fence comfortable you sat on? Oh, it's it's a little bit spiky, but it's okay. You know, it's all right. <laughs> it needs a good clean. This fucking brick wall I'm sat on at the moment between both of us. Were you sat in bottom tilt? Yeah, <laughs> I'm <laughs> sat on an iron that. beam at the moment. <laughs> that's sharp. That's sharp. I like that. I've got I've got Zach behind me sat in the tilt, and then Jamie sat in the main stand yeah. over there, and he's just shouted longolo, and he's throwing stuff on the other side of him. And he keeps on hitting me in the face with this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go two two. I'd be happy with that because I feel like we're gonna score goals. I feel like they're gonna score goals. So I think two two is safe um, because oh, saying we're gonna win three yeah. two would be uh, a bit out there, yeah. particularly if we go and lose two nil. Then so it'd be a bit uh, embarrassing. So I'm gonna say two two. I'm gonna I'm gonna. I think Scott Bags as well. I think he can, yeah. I, like I said, I feel like he should take confidence into this game, particularly from how he performed last game against them, um, uh, in that game against West Brom away. Um, yeah, I can see him definitely scoring if he's um, if he's fired up and ready for it. I feel like we should all be really because, you know, pretty much what we just said. Really, just we should take we should take confidence into that game. Uh, so we're we're talking a little bit about Cardiff, just in case we don't do a podcast after the West Brom game. Um, Although we could do we one, could be <laughs> <laughs> you can be asking fucking waking up at two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> um, so but, <laughs> we could be fucked. Uh, Cardiff, let's think. Um, Got a win, had... six pointer. It's already a relegation six pointer for me. Really? So if we don't they're win those three games, we're back in. Free fall. They're yeah, fucked. They I'm sorry, they but they're in free fall. They've had a transfer embargo. They're falling down the league. Like, they are literally there for the taking. They've just lost a whole 1 0. They, they can't. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean, though? I know we lost a whole 1 0 as well, but they just look completely devoid of goals. They've got rid of, obviously, some of their strikers and stuff. They don't have much, really. And I think we want revenge because that was a shit performance when we went to their ground. Yeah, it was a abysmal afternoon that was actually. It was hot. It was, yeah, it wasn't great, really. Yeah. Were you at that game, Zach? I swear you were, because I, I was. Feel like I was I next to you. Yeah, yeah, I was next to you, but I like I haven't really spoken to you at the time. And I, I, I know, yeah. I just didn't say hi. <laughs> <reason. laughs> this is weird because so, yeah. like we, we've known each other for like what three months, I think it is, and yet yeah, long, all of us long. together as a three, and yet we feel like. Like we're getting big dick energy jokes all the time. As if like we've known. Yeah, let's be years. honest. I have no, no, no personal filter. space or anything or filter, so I'm just in with it. <laughs> yeah, I it was literally that. the I first thing that. he ever showed me, Jamie. That we got on that podcast together. I think it was, I think it was Summer. after the Sheffield United game. He just was like, "You want to see my stomach? Here it is." <laughs> it's like this, like whole thing that took it out of him. I was like, oh, "That's nice, that is. Yeah, that's good." <laughs> I respect that a lot. Why not? Why not? Cut, it, cut the bullshit, cut the small talk, and let's get straight into things. <laughs> no, oh, no, don't. No. Oh, you're going to. No, you found my kryptonite with words now, man. Honestly, just yeah. fucking pissed off. Stop it. They pissed me off as well. Stuff like that. Hot chocolate, <laughs> tum tum. Or. What is I'm that? Punch my mic in a minute if you don't stop fucking saying those words, man. <laughs> it's making me what cringe. What is that? That's his stomach. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> just that'll be, 
I'll be blurred. I'm definitely yeah. blurring that. Yeah, just put this there. <laughs> put that whole bit out um, Yeah. But yeah, I think Cardiff, we have to win. I think, again, strong performance going 2-0. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with a lot of what you said there. We're in a mess. Cardiff are very much in a mess. As you said, transfer embargo. They've just got a new manager in. I've actually tipped, mate asked me who will go down. I, I have Cardiff to go down this season. Um, or more recently, I'm adamant Cardiff will go down. They are completely in free fall. Nothing's going well for them. Um, I, I might be wrong, but I don't think they've like won a game since November. I I didn't. Uh, that might be right. I'm not sure. But that, put it simply, they are on horrific form. The club's a mess. Um, I think it's a game we very much need to win. It's a home game, which goes in our favour a little bit. I'd, I'd go for a... I, I feel confident about that one. I'd go for a 2-0 Blues. Okay. That's interesting. Because I always think we do terribly against Cardiff, uh, uh, Cardiff in general, but Cardiff at home as well. We never. That's true. I can't remember the last time we beat them at home. Oh, the it's a long time ago. We were two 0 up. We were two 0 up last season, weren't we? And then they we... came back to two two. Yeah. yeah, I think that the last one I can think of is Adams when he runs nearly half the length of the pitch and hits in the bottom corner yes. and we win one 0 that yes. night. That might yes. actually be the last time we beat Cardiff at home. God, I think is it? It, is. it might be. Because they got promoted that season. They weren't in the championship next season. We lost 4-0 when Boya was in charge. And then, obviously, it last season we lost... Yeah, and we drew 2-2 with them last season. So, that was the last time we beat them at home. So, going off that basis, I feel I don't feel particularly confident. And knowing how typical blows it would be to go and lose that game where we really needed to win it. And it would be the... It, it, relatively the easiest game out of the three games really because we got we, we we beat Swansea we could potentially get a point against West Brom uh, to lose that game would be terrible really because you know it's like oh, you know that could have get, gotten some distance between the bottom teams then and got us further away from that it, we could still be in the sort of same position you know like sort of 19th and 18th but it would have gotten us some points between us so we wouldn't have to worry yeah. about the drop too much um but I don't know. I I feel like we could pinch a point, maybe. I I just can't see us winning really because it's just that game, really, really. I just, I just Cardiff don't ever seem to. They don't look like a threat, but they always seem to score really easy goals against us. The goal they scored against us away it was like, I think that yeah. was like the two goals Ooh, that um, Swansea scored in against the weekend. It was like across the box in. They yeah. could have scored some chances that day as well. We had um, a penalty that just obviously was a penalty. Scott Hogan got barged over, didn't get it. Um, yeah, I don't know about that one, but I, I feel more confident about West Brom than I do about Cardiff. Uh, yeah, I feel like I'm going to go to... I, no, actually, I can't say we're going to lose. I'm going to say 1-1. One, one. i got to say 1-1. One, one. God, sitting on the fence all the time, Tommy. I can't wow. say we're going to lose, man. Stick your That's... neck out, fella. Don't I be can't controversial. Say... <laughs> Take me, Jeff. No, man, I'm not going to say that. 10 <laughs> nil brum. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to go 1-1. I, I, I can't say we're going to lose on this podcast. I might think we're going to lose, but I can't say we're going to lose. Like uh, you've got to be honest, man. You got. I think. I think. <laughs> I think. No, I think you've got to be honest. I think if, if things genuinely aren't going, uh, going well, and, you know, I, I think... I, I think you just got to be honest. I'll always be honest about Blues. I don't want to tip us in favour just because we're doing well or we're doing poor. I'll always be honest and I just can't see a result against West Brom. Mm. I'm not afraid, Tommy. I'm not afraid to stick my neck out me. <laughs> That's why you were joining in on the protest the other day. <laughs> That's why you yeah, were sat okay. in the stands. <laughs> you got me there. You got me there. Fair <laughs> one for one. One for one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. One, one. <laughs> one one like blues card if it's gonna be. <laughs> yeah, actually no, I'm two one up to longer length thing. Well that's at Jamie actually, isn't it? <laughs> Jamie's like ten nil down here. <laughs> <laughs> you got some catching up to do, mate. You're on a twelve point deduction, you are. <laughs> uh well, thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of the Blues Focus Podcast. Uh be sure to like and subscribe if you're on YouTube. 
And uh, be sure to give us a follow on the Sports Social Network, on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts. Uh, We'll be back after the Cardiff game, I'm assuming, uh, but depending on how good the West Brom game is going to be, we might bring out a a quicker episode. We might have two episodes in the next few weeks. Uh, But yeah, you've been listening to Mr. Jamie Lawler and Mr. Zachary Woods. Uh, It's always a pleasure doing it with these guys. Uh, Even if uh, one of the people have a a fire alarm (laughs) halfway through it. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about, man. Yeah, don't know, mate. Don't know. You must be hearing things. Oh, god, the voice oh, that was there. a voice breaking a half. That was even over the shoddy internet. I heard that one. <laughs> I was just thinking that one. <laughs> that hurt. Thank you guys for listening. It's been a pleasure. And keep right on. Keep right on. Keep right on. Sports Social Podcast Network. There's always something new and exciting happening in Montgomery County, Maryland. Join podcaster and business leader Kelly Leonard and me, Bob Levy, on another episode of Something to Talk About, where we speak with industry leaders making an impact in our county. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.